Hi everyone, Amanda here, and this is Planned, Prepped, and Productive, the podcast where I'm helping you put real food on the table in real life. This is episode 23, Guilt-Free Approaches to Making Family Mealtime Happen. Hey everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. As I introduce this topic, I have known that I've wanted to do an episode about family mealtime for a long time. There are so many benefits to family mealtime, and it is a huge part of family peace and family happiness. But as I started to study and dig into this topic, I felt just a little bit stuck on how I wanted to approach it and share it with you all. On the one hand, I truly believe in the value of family mealtime, and I believe it should be a priority in your life, aka you should probably be willing to drop an activity or two for yourself or your children to make it happen. But on the other hand, in our modern lives, there are so many things keeping family dinners from happening. And many of these things are super important. Since I am all about taking away that parental guilt, I was having a hard time seeing how I could make this episode on family mealtime leave you feeling empowered and not feeling guilty about the challenging situations in your life that take you away from your family at times and that you simply cannot change. That's the last thing that I want is for you to feel guilt about that. So I almost scrapped this topic altogether because I just couldn't figure out the right way to approach it. But like I said, it is so, so important. So instead of lecturing you all about how family mealtime helps you bring up children who do better in school, eat better, are less likely to be depressed, etc. All of these things are true, by the way. I am going to focus on the specific challenges that you might be facing in making family mealtime happen and try to help you brainstorm some ways to overcome those challenges. As I get started, I want to say that I am in a stage of life where family mealtime is not as challenging as it has been in the past, and I know it might be in the future. We're generally able to have dinner together six out of seven nights a week in my house. My husband works one late night a week. We also have breakfast together several mornings a week, although I have also been known to pour my kids cereal and return to my bed. (laughs) And though my husband works over lunch, I do make an effort to sit down and eat at the same time as my kids for lunch and snacks. So in our family, we get lots of time around the table together. But I recognize that for us, this isn't because I'm some kind of rock star mom or because we are amazingly put together. That is far from the truth. It's because I'm privileged enough to be able to work at home with my children. I'm lucky enough that any income I make is secondary and not strictly necessary in our monthly budget. I'm lucky enough that my husband works a normal eight to five schedule with a few exceptions and that he's home on the weekends. I'm lucky that I have children who are five and under. This is the only circumstance where I would call having a bunch of young children a privilege, but I'm completely in control of my kids' schedule and how many activities they participate in. Because of all of this, eating together just makes sense. It's not something I'm putting a lot of extra effort into, and it's easy to make it happen. But I recognize that for so many of you, this is not your reality. I believe and I know that for most of you, family mealtime would happen if the other important things in your life allowed it to happen. I think that too many experts out there have been treating the lack of family mealtime as a problem to be solved rather than what I believe it is, which is a symptom of the greater problems and challenges so many of us are facing. So let's go over some of the reasons you might not be having family meals as as much as you'd like to. It might just be your work schedule. It would be awesome if everyone worked a predictable nine to five schedule that left ample time to get dinner on the table for the family, but the reality is that's just not the case. 
In today's society, just over 60% of families are dual-income families. So that means both mom and dad are out of the house through the day. And that's just a lot of schedules to juggle. The problem gets even more difficult if you and your spouse are working opposite schedules, leaving very little time where you all get to be together as a family. Kids' schedules are also a huge part of the problem. It's not just parents who are busy and overworked today. Kids have activities to make it to as well, and if you have a lot of kids or maybe even just one who's super involved, you're less likely to have time in the evenings to devote to a family meal. You also might be a single parent, and as a single parent, every single one of these things is twice as hard, and you may not be able to eat meals regularly with your children at all because you're not with them at mealtimes, and you're instead working to provide for your family. It also might just be too much of a circus to get dinner made and everyone fed all together when you're doing it alone. Another reason is that mealtime can be stressful. This one I totally do get. Maybe you prefer to tackle the task of feeding your children first and then eat on your own when you can get some peace and quiet and actually enjoy your meal. A lot of you may be dealing with kids that are picky. Many parents feel like short order chefs, and especially if your kids are a bit older, it may seem easier to just let everyone fend for themselves and choose the foods that they prefer at the time they prefer to eat it. So with all of these issues facing our society, what do you do? I know that even if you want to, most of you won't have the luxury of winning the lottery tomorrow and suddenly being able to quit your job. I also know that your student body president teenager who also plays soccer and is in the musical isn't going to take it too well if you tell him to quit all his activities. The situations keeping us from eating together regularly are often beyond our control. But what can you do to start reaping the many benefits in your family of family mealtime, even if your situation isn't exactly conducive to what you consider perfect family mealtime? The tips I have for you both are meant to make you feel empowered and like regardless of your situation, there is absolutely something that you can do to make family mealtime happen more often and more importantly, to make the time to connect with your family. When it comes to family mealtime, quantity is... When it comes to family mealtime, quality is so much more important than quantity. Let's face it, for some families, eating a daily meal together is just not a reality that will be happening anytime soon. So instead of feeling guilt about it, figure out what you can do. Is a weekly family meal a possibility? Is there one time you are all together as a family? Awesome. So put that day on your schedule. Next, think about how you can make that one family meal really special. Maybe you can rotate through everyone in the family's favorite meals. Maybe you can make it extra fancy by busting out the nice silverware and tablecloths and have a special dessert. Or maybe you can make the menu really interactive and let everyone help make their own part of the meal and eat it together. The point is you can still make cherished memories with your kids and family, even if you only have a little bit of time to do it. So instead of feeling guilt about what you can't do, make what you can do the best ever and make sure that your kids remember it. Simplifying your meals is also super important. Many families aren't eating together not because they have no time, but because they feel like they don't have enough time for a homemade meal. This problem is really more of a mindset problem. There's plenty you can do to put a 15-minute meal on the table. In fact, I keep a list on my fridge of meals that I keep ingredients stocked for that I can put on the table in 15 to 20 minutes with very little energy or stress. The problem is that most people think that family mealtime needs to be a five-star meal with dessert, and that's just not the case. If you're short on time one day, but you do have a little bit of time to eat together, 
plan something easy and doable. Like I always say, grilled cheese totally counts. When you change your mindset to make the important part of family mealtime the togetherness factor instead of what you're eating, you'll be able to find yourself eating together a lot more. It's those conversations around the table and those relationships that are formed that are predictors of kids' future success more than the food that's on the table. Another thing to remember is to prioritize that weekly planning session. I talk about this a lot. Modern life is so, so, so busy. One of the best ways to make family meals happen more often is by adding a planning session to your week. This planning session doesn't really have to have anything to do with food. It's all about getting everyone's schedules and everyone on the same page. So if your kids are older, it's best to involve them in the family planning session so that all of their activities get on the schedule as well. This planning session can help you see more clearly what days you're likely to be able to squeeze in that family meal time and make it happen. Another idea is to just let go of the idea that family meal time has to be dinner. Maybe for your family, you can choose a different family meal time. What about adding a family breakfast if your husband works late? You can troubleshoot your own personal situation and find the times that work best for you. Another thing to consider is the idea of habits, which you know that I talk about habits a lot on here. And work on creating habits, even if they're not perfect, meaning that there will be seasons when not everyone in the family can be there for family dinner. When my husband was in dental school, we ate a lot of nights without him. But most of these busy seasons don't last forever. Your child might be gone for musical rehearsal every night for a season, but they'll be back. So Create the habit of family dinners with whoever can be there and welcome the absentees back as soon as they're available instead instead of focusing on the stress and frustrations that not everyone can be there every time for family mealtime. My last piece of advice is to let go of the mealtime battles. This is, this is especially important for those of you with really small children. For many people, dinner time with kids is so stressful that it's difficult to eat your own food and worry about feeding your kids. But what if you can just let it go? Let go of the worry about feeding your kids. I mean, you do need to feed them, but remember this advice. You decide what you serve and when you serve it. They decide if they will eat it and how much they will eat. Stop with the bribes and the one more bite of this. Stop taking away dessert when they don't eat their broccoli. Stop coaxing them to eat and just enjoy your dinner. My daughter frequently tells me she doesn't like dinner or doesn't want to eat it. I say, no worries. You can eat the side dishes and I'm sure you'll be hungry tomorrow. No battles. This is certainly not natural and has taken a lot of practice. So know that you are normal if if your kid's eating is very triggering for you. The truth is you actually can just let your children control their eating and worry about your own plate and enjoy your dinner. Like I said, it takes a lot of practice, but your kids might start to surprise you with what they actually do eat. I hope these ideas and suggestions have sparked an idea of something that you can do today to make family meals happen more often. No matter what your situation is, there is something you can do. And I trust that if you do take action today, that you will start to notice the rewards that family mealtime can have both for yourself and for your kids. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Next week, we're going to get a little more technical with a little meal prep technique I love to use for breads called par baking. I can't wait to talk all about it. Until next week, happy cooking, happy planning, and happy family mealtime. 